Hey guys, welcome to We Have No Idea. Uh, that was my favorite thing is just to add like outtakes and sends never knows when I actually start recording. Um, so hey guys, my name is Cheeky. My name is Sunzaini. I was caught on a bit of a sticky one there though. Sticky one, steel. It's a bit of a sticky one. Two twos in that. <laughs> My God. Two twos in that. Oh, sh- I'm not well, you, you actually want to be rude. I feel as if you could be reborn, you'd be a trapper who lives in East London. I respect trapper, no, South London. They have no souls. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Oh, she came for you. Oh, um, I, I've always said it. Trappers have souls as well, so let's pray for them. But Sensei praying for you. Nah, I got mad respect for them, man. You know. You actually want to be rude. You are hilarious. So like, like in my nine to five, I have to speak like somebody who has a degree. And then when I come out, what does I don't that have mean? To. Like I have to speak like proper English and be like articulate. You don't speak like- proper English. I think the people who've been listening to this podcast know that already. Um, just for you guys, she's looking at me with a disapproving look, as always. Um, but yeah, um, let's continue. Oh, also for the international people who listen, thank you. Um, the definition of road is somebody who is most likely involved in the illegal selling narcotics, prescribed or illegal, but just generally. Narcos by Migos, the song? Nah, I don't listen to them. I listen to Migos in the gym. That might make me feel like a bad bee. I listen. I'm not, but still. No, I am a bad bee. I okay. claim it. Let's claim it. I claim it. Hey. I'm rich. I'm bougie. Uh, what does it say on our fridge? It says, um, we have no reason but to win in life because we like expensive things. Yeah, I genuinely do. <laughs> That's what it actually says on our fridge, which is hilarious. I do. I like expensive things. I have to be successful. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to get it for me, but I have to get it for myself. That is so true. Um, one of our friends told me that whilst I was on my place with you, mm-hmm. money looks good on you. Hi. And I was like, yeah. Hi. Hey, Excellent. So, we'll be back soon. Glowing. We'll be back. <gasps> Can I tell you what I saw? This is what I want for Christmas. Okay. I went to Boots, window shopping, like any girl would. Actually, no, I was going with somebody and they were buying their makeup. Okay. And I went through the Fenty counter. They have Fenty in Boots. They they have Fenty in Boots. In Boots? In Boots. It seems like a Debenham sort of thing. I know, but like, no, Fenty's in Boots. Uh, uh, Anyway, so they have this bomb, like, um, highlighter thing. Okay. So she's white, like, very, like, white, white, like, pale white. Caucasian. She put, Caucasian. She put it on, it it was glowing. And I was like, oh, that's nice probably because it looks silver. Like, it's like silver. Yeah. And then I on, and she was like, raw. It looks better on you. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It did. It did look better on me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, did, it did look better on me. Yeah, like, I'm just glowing. And she was like, you know what? You're going to start doing the Christmas list, what you want for Christmas. And I was like, it's definitely on there. Okay. I don't know who I'm going to finesse, but like, I'm going to finesse somebody to buy it for me. It ain't going to be me. I'm going to give you my presents, my time. I live with you. I get that for free. Exactly. I pay you for that. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to continue to. Anyway, all my, all my money is going. How are you, Chiku? Uh-huh. How are you? I'm good. I'm blessed and highly flavored. Another week of just going to the library, coming home, mm-hmm. eating. I literally, yesterday, what time? I got to the library at one and left at like half ten. Mm-hmm. And I went for like, I, I'd been, I realized I'd been in the library for like six hours. And the bit of the library I went to just doesn't have any windows. Mm-hmm. So I was literally been sat in artificial light looking at a screen uh, for six hours. And I was like, oh my God. So I literally went to um, Nido Box and bought sushi and watched um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, which can I say, 
has been a really good series. Um, Boycotted the Apprentice. Oh dear. Um, the, Why? The sixth. Did a black person get fired? They've been getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> when I t- they have been getting fired. So, this is like the sixth week in a row, and five out of six has been ethnic minority. And Why? the girl who got fired this um, episode, mm-hmm. the last week she'd made one million mm-hmm. of revenue as the project manager. So all I'm saying is, I'm not sure if it's Alan Sugar. I know like with these sorts of shows as well, it's not always the person who's the face of the show. Yeah. It's the people in the background. But I'm just yeah. like, mm, mm, sketchy. Mm-hmm. We see you mm-hmm. and we choose to boycott you, but I don't think the BBC listens to us ethnics like that. Anyway, so I'm just screaming. Huh? They do. They gave us they, one no, extra. No, they do if... Huh? They gave us one extra. Yeah, they gave us one extra, so mm-hmm. we could, we'd stop complaining about the actual problems. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're not going to be better, but we're going to give you your little platform that oh, isn't actually even a show. It's just online. One extra, so you're not even worthy of being like a BBC no, Five. No, it's actually a DAB thingy. No, that's why I agree, but I just feel so. Could they just have not integrated that into BBC One? Well, they do. Huh? They do. Yeah, but not the one on Saturday. No, 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 on, on Saturday. On a Saturday uh, at four in the morning. No, no, no. At seven p.m., BBC Radio One and BBC One Extra becomes one. It's always been like that for the past, I don't know, like over the last five, six years mm. since I started listening to like, because I used to listen. Yeah, to... Yeah, no, because black people become mainstream now, haven't they? Well, black culture is pop culture. Huh? Exactly, but people culture. just choose to recognize it. They weren't saying it when Elvis Presley was singing black man songs, but that's another day. <sighs> That is. That's not even day. the. That's, that's not, actually. Not I'm just talking about my week. About like, like, um, like, I think I got woke this week. We had bonfire night, and uh-huh. I spoke about white privilege in that. Uh-huh. So I've just been feeling woke. Uh-huh. I've been on my Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. I've been praying a lot more. I did like a really good thing. Oh, I was listening. Sorry, I feel like it's just gone on about me for a bit more, but I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a like preach podcast yes. about like the Holy Spirit, yes. and like it was something that we'd brought up like in groups like a few weeks ago now, wasn't it? And um, they were talking about how um, the different um, groups of not groups of Christianity, but do you know how Christianity is involved? And then we, it, when he was doing the podcast, it was like Pentecostal um, Sunday. And he was talking about how like Pentecostalism mm-hmm. came about. And they were talking about like the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And then like people as well, like when you pray, just like, Holy Spirit, come over me, do as you wish to do. And they were talking about like speaking in tongues. And it says in the Bible, I checked this up just to make sure it was right, that you will be blessed in um, with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit yeah. And he was like, you'll have this, you'll have this, but not everybody will be a prophesying, not everybody will be a preacher. Yeah now we will be this and he was talking about how at that time the i guess most obvious like holy spirit was like speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and it kind of became this thing in church that like to show that the holy spirit was on you the speaking in tongues was the thing that you used to define it mm-hmm. and they chose not to like recognize the other things and then they kind of created a way to divide yeah a way to divide people yeah. and said yeah jesus is in you if you do this bit but they chose not to recognize the bits of the bible that was saying it is one thing that could show the Holy Spirit, but this isn't the only thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like listening to that, and I just found it like a really interesting preacher. I've never thought about it because I feel as though sometimes people think of like this Christianity Jesus thing as like a leveling up, like oh, you, when you unlock this bit, you get this. But there's so many different branches of like things that people have been blessed with, but I don't feel as though it's always like widely taught in that sense. Um, it depends on what. So to me, like my understanding is that the holy, the Holy Spirit, yes, does bear fruit. 
you, you can it, it comes with gifts right mm. so i know my gifts and giftings that come within the holy spirit mm. and i've capitalized that and made a whole career out of it right and my best friend has completely different giftings when it comes to the holy spirit and what works however the more in line the more time you spend in the spirit the more time you spend getting to know god and actually being in sync with the holy spirit mm-hmm. the more amplified your gifts become because to be quite honest you're just walking one with god and you're just fueling that mm-hmm. so i understand that i have the gift of counseling i have the gift of knowledge i know shit that i shouldn't not know it just i happen to know it and i'm mm-hmm. like thank you jesus because that's not me yeah that's not only on me jesus just i don't know it's intuition whatever not even whatever but like it, it is a gift yeah and i understand that like there are people who've got the gift of prophecy they've got those people who've got the gift of preaching they've there are people who've got the gift of healing yeah and all that kind of stuff i understand sure. those kind of giftings and then it's it's then coming back together as the body of christ yeah and actually using that to enable each other yeah. as the body of christ mm-hmm. to be better and grow and be better yeah so yeah no, I just really liked it of how we should recognize these gifts as all equal. That like the person yeah. preaching on the stage isn't any more valuable than the person who's like speaking love and prophecy over people. Yeah. Um, and I feel as it is like church. Well, it's not even church. It's just as humans, we choose to put like labels on things that like oh this guy's like the big boss and because auntie's here just like telling people things he's not like a equivalent but i think as christians we need to go back to like recognizing the bible described as like a body and like you can say like the preacher's the head Mm -hmm. but like um the people who are healing no as in like you can say like a preacher is the head but the people who have like the gift of healing is a spine Mm -hmm. and then the head wouldn't do anything or wouldn't be anything without a spine and how we're all interconnected and therefore we have to like equally appreciate Mm -hmm. and i guess nurture these things in people yeah i remember there was a a thing a team night that we had within our church and our pastor our church pastor like um campus pastor mm-hmm. um he focused on this message of the anointing you know in like how in biblical times in the time of david david was anointed with oil right within his head that that anointing went onto his head and that anointing obviously went on through his body and then he, and then he then went on and flipped the scripture and went on to you know this the story of the woman who got healed by touching the hem of jesus garment yeah where jesus anointing wasn't only just on his head or his words or his hands but through the clothing that he was wearing where like within the church within the body we are all anointed each and every part of us is anointed i have been fortunate enough to um receive the gifts of sin people prophesying over me mm-hmm. and i'm like thank you jesus hallelujah thank you hallelujah and then people have been fortunate well i like to think they've been fortunate for me to actually like speak into their situation and be like mama like you should do xyz even mm-hmm. though i don't even understand why i've said what i've said but yeah. that's coming from god and it is form of god so yeah no that's totally cool school that's totally cool um and yeah english is the language (laughs) you can finally say it back can't you um but yeah like i'd encourage all of you guys like christian or non-christian like tap into those things that you feel as though were naturally gifted to you Mm -hmm. um and like nurture them and like 
help them to grow. So like even with me sometimes where um, we're praying um, during groups or whatnot, like I feel like I want to tell somebody something and like theoretically it feels as though, oh, I've just had this idea, mm -hmm. but something has provoked that. And I guess it's like, the more you do it, the more you can identify that. Mm, there's something that person wants to hear. Mm -hmm. It might just not be a thought in me. Mm -hmm. And I guess the more you do it, the more like specific it becomes. And yeah, like just, just try it like, Give it choose, a go, love. Yeah, choose to lean in and choose to try mm -hmm. um, because that might be the spiritual gift you're gifted with. Yes. But yeah, speaking, go for it. Speaking of internal things, in this week's edition... Oh, no! How's yeah. your week been? I literally went on a proper tangent and everything. I haven't asked you. Oh. Normally, it's the other way around. Uh, no. Is yeah. It? You always forget to ask me once you've said yours. It is what it is. Um, my week's been good. I've been to the gym. I've kept myself busy these last couple of nights. nights. And I went to the gym. Yesterday, I found my favorite bar free. And I worked out. And I did some squats. Oh, bar. Yes, I my bar. Like, you know, the squat bar. Yeah. And then, like, I think it's alcohol. No. Um, and then, no. Um, even though I'm drinking wine and you're drinking gin at the moment as well, recording. Gin and lemonade, can I say? Just not straight gin. Oh, that would be a hot chest. Um, but like, so when I was busy doing my squats, this guy uh, just decided to do his deadlifts behind me. Oh, I hate that. And I was like, my guy, like, excuse me. So every time he would go to do his rep, I would step away. That way I'm not like squatting, like right in front of him mm. because I was like I know the booty don't lie but like at the <laughs> same time like come on like seriously um but that was that and then I did some leg um thigh workouts basically yesterday was leg day you know like I went in after Red Bull ready to box man out not even box man <laughs> out but I was ready to I was really about it and just like banged out like a ASAP fag and just like just ASAP fag <laughs> playing plain Jane even though I don't agree with some of the lyrics um but like yeah I just banged it out and then I remember like got to this point where I was like Kendrick Lamar music videos are the greatest like they're so artistic isn't like it's not just like naked women shaking booty no <laughs> he actually genuinely put some thought and he actually does put some creativity behind it like yeah. you know the song loyalty that's yeah. not a, a gym banger. Like, it's not, like, really, like... Yeah, it's a bit of a slow pace. It's yeah. a slow pace. I was watching that because, like, the cine like how it's shot, Rihanna, the storyline, everything. It's, it's just good. about it. And I just I was watching it. I was like, wow, Rihanna really used to make music. And now she's taking your money. <laughs> she does. I if, really want that Fenty Beauty. Like, yeah. I want everything Fenty Beauty. I was saying to Chiku before, like, when it comes to, like, my my hen do whatever thing when it's right price like not even prime price like i don't want like the the domestic stuff type of thing i'm like i'm just gonna give them a fender savage list and be like i want this does your husband not get a choice of this does he not want like a vacuum cleaner no no no, no. It, it, this is about me it's not about him it's about me my hendy is about me although you at the wedding no you get presents for a hendy yeah you I should. thought you just get. Like I just thought you get ornaments and like no, naughty stuff. No, yes, that's 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 what I mean. You know, like Fender Savage is part of the naughty stuff. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I'm on the list. <laughs> 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 uh, um, that oh, that's how far are we in? 
17 minutes and we went from like deep spirituality to just like naughtiness in Hindu. So, um, diversity. It's called having a ring. But on to today's episode. Sens, what are we discussing? So, as young women of God, of the Lord, of, of the, the cloth, Lord, of the cloth, of the cloth. I truly do believe that in this episode, we are taking an inward reflection of who we are. And Ooh, the an errors, inward reflection. And the errors of our ways. I've made many errors. Oh, I don't know how much time we have. So taking time out to actually just like be like, you know what? I moved mad. It wasn't always him, or it wasn't. I love how you her. say I've moved, as if it's not happening in this present tense. Excuse me, nothing is happening in this present tense. Okay, I am highly on that. <laughs> Your voice just went up. <laughs> Do you want me to say what that last word was? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Come on, sense. Um, what is your first question for me? Because I can't find my okay. episode outline. Okay. What's a trait you find hurts the ones around you? Ooh. What is a trait that hurts the ones around me? Like, when people have beef with you, they're like, actually, I don't appreciate X, Y, Z. Um, my expert... Mm, no. I feel so I have multiple. Happy. How bluntly i say things slash my expectations so um like what i've always said to you i'd rather my mom and dad call me ugly than the world calls me ugly but i think that's fair like if i'm not looking cute that day and i walk out like "Mm," and i was like "Mm, do you want to go back and try that again at that time i'll be hurt because my mom said my outfit is trash but i'd rather my mom say it because my mom's had like my bum at one point in time so like she's seen everything like she knows the process man so like she hasn't got any skin in the game and then I've taken that bluntness into relationships slash friendships so like if I don't like something I will tell you I don't like it and even if that comes with backlash I'll like this is my opinion of the situation and like when I've told that person it's always been like on a one-to-one it's never been like in front of people and that's the same with like my mom and dad like if we're in an outside perspective even if they don't like my outfit they'll still back me Mm -hmm. but in the house like "Mm, that was a choice Um, and that's carried on. So like if certain things have happened and I don't like it in private, I'm like, mm, that wasn't a good choice. Even if the person has agreed and thinks that they did make a good choice. But then how do you feel like, do you feel like the people around you can then be authentically themselves without feeling like, oh, Chica's going to chat shit about this? Yeah, because I'll even, chat shit to their face. No, not even, not even chat shit up to their, okay. Yeah, if I don't like it, I don't like it. I feel as if it's like outfits, Mm -hmm. like it's not that deep. Because my mum and dad, when they said they don't like your outfit, Mm -hmm. that's their perception of like fashion and beauty. And equally, if someone has a completely different fashion sense to me, I would be like, oh, I don't like the outfit. It's more about like character things. So you've said something to someone and like, I just didn't agree with the way you did it. Or like you've moved mad in this situation when it came to that guy, when it came to that girl, Mm -hmm. in those things. So I, I feel as though I try to say it when it's like not trivial stuff if it's like outfit if it's food it's not that deep because mm-hmm. like it's that person's life i've only gave that example because mom and dad and they like mm-hmm. they they just choose to have an opinion of everything when it comes to their child's life don't they make smart moves and i feel as though sometimes people like make moves based off of their heart and their emotion mm-hmm. and not like forward thinking logic. and yeah logic then, and i'm very logical and i understand that when someone's in their feelings they're in their feelings because to me it's like I there's been times when I've identified okay X Y Z can make a smart choice by doing X Y Z yeah express that but then at the same time said 
right now i understand you're not in the headspace to make those logical decisions mm-hmm. but because i value you and i value your friendship and i want you to feel like you have a safe space i allow that person to come to me so for example if i knew that somebody was moving mad with a guy i'll be like i don't really like him that much but guess what i don't approve of him but that's just my opinion yeah I'm, yeah i'm trying to get soft yeah bit. and my I'm, therapist told me i need to yeah she's because, actually a real one i yeah. love her but because at the end of the day like i found myself especially i think that works really well with like my best friend like i would tell her stuff and she'd be like you like not that i want her approval or anything no but she's like xyz these are like the precaution measurements and i'm like yeah i know and then she's like okay i'm on like but you're not gonna listen to what i'm gonna say i'm like no and i'm like okay cool i'm gonna be on board with what's going on in your life because at the end of the day i think personally i love the fact that within my friendship with actually lauren you know who you are with (laughs) lauren like i can come to her and talk about literally anything and everything without feeling that judgment Mm -hmm. and feeling that grace and that love um I'm not saying that she approves of everything that, that yeah. I do. I do not approve of everything that she does. Mm-hmm. But guess what? At the end of the day, I there is no secrets. Yeah, for there sure. There is no lies. And when I tell her stuff, I'm like, Lord, you will never believe what I did this weekend. <laughs> I never feel like she is going to judge me for it. Yeah, and it's so like accountability. Yeah. More than like... Because accountability is like the good and the bad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like... I probably like, do you feel like because you're such a blunt person, do you feel like people are less likely to be accountable to you because they feel like, oh, she's gonna tell me she doesn't like XYZ, then No, I think that would have already happened. Mm-hmm. So like I feel as though if you're accountable to somebody, like I have an accountability person who's like older than me and she's amazing, mm-hmm. but like our energies are the same and our vibes are the same. Mm-hmm. And for me to be accountable yeah for me to be accountable to her to start off with like we had to vibe on that level that i knew i could tell her anything mm-hmm. um and i think that's the same with friendship like my like my i feel like i've got lots of cash phrases now i think back mm-hmm. um i'm like super consistent so how you met your, me on day one as in my general character mm-hmm. is probably how i'll be throughout our friendship however deep that extends so i feel as if somebody wasn't going to tell me things Mm -hmm. they probably would have told me to start off with because they knew what my viewpoint would be about it Mm -hmm. but more so i'll give them an honest opinion but i'll be like i still back you you know i still love you even though you're choosing to do this Mm -hmm. and they know i'll be there for them even in like those decisions that aren't the best i'm like uh that was stupid but tomorrow's a new day so let's try again Mm -hmm. so i feel as though like if somebody isn't going to open up to me, they've probably decided that on day one. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because I'm I'm fine not being that person for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though if we allow ourselves to be that person for everybody, we get drained very quickly. I cannot come and die in this life. Yeah, like, I feel as though I've seen people who are, like, that person for everyone. And not as in they've wanted that position, but they are. But then they get like I can see them being physically tired of having that much on them Mm -hmm. and then sometimes they don't take the time to have that person to then Mm -hmm. release that burdens onto you so yeah like having the people who I feel as though can come and tell me their things I'm cool with Mm -hmm. but I feel as though people know I'm not their person from day one so that's that's their own and it's not a bad thing I'm not for everyone yeah that's fair what about you what trait do you think I've wrote a list oh 
I've wrote you were very prepared, weren't you? Yeah, I was very prepared because because I had like a self-reflection moment. Oh, so this so, is where this self saying came from. Yes, because I was having a self-reflection moment. Cool. Like I'm not always the bad bee that I am in my head. I should anyway. do some further reading for this. I think yes. there is that sort of exam. Yeah. So um, I've been told that I've been crap at expressing my emotions via message. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, like legit, like I send the bluntest of messages. I agree. You're like my mum. Yeah. She did, She puts okay as okay. okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then like I try and put double kisses to be lovely and friendly, <laughs> just to soften it. At yeah, the end. sometimes. And then I put gifts to be like, "Yay, I'm joking." And I try and use like emojis, but like to be quite honest, I will happily text you like the bluntest of messages. Sometimes I even go like really like as if I'm writing like a thesis. And yeah, then but I- you should just call people because I have the same thing. Yeah, as if yeah. I need a proper convert, I just call you. Yeah, I, I text people like, "Can I call you this time?" Yeah, because at the end of the day, fair. they can then. Re- re- the emotion side emotion of text is difficult. Yeah, yeah. That is not me. Like my best friend and I would get into sticky ones because of how I've texted. Because Very- she's like emotional and like he uses this blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay. So that's nice. I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> Great. Yeah, awful. What's cool, your cool, next cool, one? Cool, cool, cool. You've got a proper list, haven't you? Um, lack of vulnerability. I think this is more in regards of like when I'm in a relationship. Like, mm. I, I hold my shit together. I'm like, I'm a strong, independent woman. And then you well, can I'm <laughs> We've both cried. We've we both, have both we've cried. cried. We've cried, we've laughed. But like when in a relationship, I think I had a lot of a lack of vulnerability. Mm. And I did to a certain point start getting better at it but mm-hmm. yay things end um we move we move and then conflict avoidant in a relationship i've got your conflict avoidant avoid- yeah so apparently i am but then i like i sit i sat down and i dipped it and i was like actually i can be so instead of like like having like fisticuffs i was just basically analyzing oh yeah you do yeah you do that mm-hmm. you definitely do that mm-hmm. like there was a situation that we had that i literally saw you going to your therapist voice mm-hmm. and like even the terminology and the words and i was like sad this this is not the right words right now and i knew the way you were trying to do it was right mm-hmm. i was like no that's not what they need i agree with that yeah but yeah so, but that's just how you like problem solve yeah like because to me i'm like take the emotion out of the situation mm. let's use logic and just like bang it out yeah type of thing. therefore so when like i go into like therapist yeah mode, and then people are like mm, she doesn't love me i'm like I think the African in us is the logic bit. Like we come from a land where you have to survive or you die. So oh. the emotions. That, that, that's, that, 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 that's the next one. I was like, um, on the list in a crisis, I can adopt um, a therapist role and not be warm like a friend. <laughs> I do not know if someone's crying. Ah, find someone else to hug them. I'm like, like who do I normally get? I get Chanel. Mm-hmm. Chanel is really good with emotional people. Oh, I okay. I'm so bad with people crying around me. People cry around me. I'll give you tissues and everything. Like, yeah. I, I, I just stare at you like, and look for the next viable option. No, like, there's never been a moment. Actually, it's very few moments when somebody has cried and I've cried, they've triggered me to cry. But none of the same times. I can hug you and stroke your hair. Oh, and I hate you. that. Oh. oh, I love my hair stroked. I love my hair massaged. <sighs> anyway. Oh, um, Lord. No, I hate it. I don't even know how to hug somebody like when they're crying. It's just like, how do you grip them? And then they're especially a snotty. No, like, like, I was like, oh, I'm not a child. Think of a child. Yeah, I know, but they're a grown adult. They're a grown adult. That doesn't matter because when, there's this thing called trans, transitional analysis within the psychotherapy world, right? <laughs> 
Again. Hello. So you speak to the child, the adult. I've been told that I act like a parent in situations where people have been acting like children. Because you have a saver complex. I do. Um, I am Project Saver Ho. Truly. Um, I am ready for battle and ready for missions. See, I had to stop myself today. Like, I went into Boots and I was like, so I need to get XYZ. And then I was like, when it goes back to that that transitional analysis where you have to like so sometimes when a child not a child when an adult is crying or is the reason as to why they're crying sometimes it tends to be a projection from their childhood mm-hmm. and it's triggered by something that happened within their childhood so within that moment you need to be the parent and you need to be a parent that they've had a secure attachment with that means basically comfort them and stroke their hair and making remind reaffirm and um, build them back up because at the end of the day that person is feeling like shit and as a child like like a baby if we had one of my siblings here if they were upset what would you do give them to you okay you work with you touch yourself with kids if they were upset don't say give them to their parents uh-huh I'm, you're gonna be no, a mother okay, one no, day asking, like one day one day far, far away far away but like i'm not saying you should be practicing <laughs> this but it's like no i'm trying to think okay in situations i've had with youth I kind of just let them cry because mm-hmm. I feel so like they need to get the emotion yeah. out. And I'm like, and I'm like, so where is this crying coming from? What what's happening with it? But I've never been like a touch. I'm not. A fan. So I'm a tactile person, so I understand when when somebody's upset. I I'm a tactile person, so I find comfort in somebody like hugging me and like stroking me and like the comfort like, and like massaging my head. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Is, is it every day? Is it actually every day? Every day someone... What is the hardest thing you've learned about yourself? Uh, <laughs> I'll cut you on that thought, whatever you're about to complain about. Uh, do you want to go first, last, I think? Okay. What is the hardest... What's the question? So what is the hardest thing, thing you've I've learned, learned about, about yourself? yourself? So I think it's understanding and, respons- and respecting people's differences and choices. So, oh, okay. yeah, that was really, really hard because in my perception, I was like, we're all Christians, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and blah, 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 blah. But then I had to re- recognize, it came to a point where I had to recognize diversity and recognize that actually diversity does not only come with like ethnicity and skin color and stuff like that. It's actually saying, oh, if somebody's going to decide to do things X, Y, Z, then I have to respect their choices. If someone says, um, you know what? I'm not on it like that. Respect that decision and actually impact, like place your boundaries and say, nah, like it's, let, let's say it's a friendship group, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, actually, I'm all about like the going out lifestyle. I want to be out, doing X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's not me. So go do what you gotta do. But like, that's just not me. So I just, I respect you for your choices do whatever you're doing that for do it but at the end of the day that's not me so i'm going to respect you i'm going to love you from afar but that's okay like respecting people and saying actually like rather than enforcing my values and enforcing my beliefs on them Mm. and just saying actually it's not my own and just Mm. like allowing the situation because at the end of the day not everybody like i would like to fix situations i would like to you know go and save people i am jesus Mm. so I live it alone. So, yeah. yeah. That's fair point. That I think was, that was a hard thing for me to accept and to learn. Mm. Yeah. Growth, man. Growth. Growth. Um, what is mine? I think mine is vulnerability is a good thing. I went to like a school in primary school that um, the majority was like white 
um, white and Asian and like the church I went to was like black and then I don't know it feels like the boys were always like coming at me for some sort of reason mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's like the aggressive black woman stereotype or mm-hmm. they just come at me a bit harder so I feel as in most of my interactions like I'm not sure if it's a learned um, learned experience or like learned skill where I feel as though oh they're not gonna fuck with you anyway so why mm-hmm. should you even like try with them not aggressive but like I start on defense already mm-hmm. and like everybody just knows that like I have my banterous jokes and stuff but I've noticed I'm a bit more like banterous in my like oh so let's play this game you actually want to get to know me so you're gonna have to deal with like this tyrant of like jokes and like um jokes and just abuse I guess for like the first 20 minutes to see like will that scare you off yeah um, and then if you can survive so, that, so I'm probably start, gonna be quite cool with you. Like you, you start off on offense and then no, you say, yeah, not even defense. I'm like it's, full it's on offense. offense. It's like process of elimination. Yeah, I'm like, are you going to be one of the ones that I actually like, vibe with? Because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to deal with this. Are you going to be able to deal like with can the you mess? Hack the banter. Yeah, and not even in a can you hack the banter. This is how I'm always going to be. But just like I've dealt with you mandem so let me just get rid of like the idiotic ones out of my life already Mm -hmm. and hopefully this is a good scare tactic to get Mm -hmm. rid of you and if you manage to hack it you get the privilege of being part of my life see i do that differently so i make a really dark and twisted joke no but you surround it with niceness so it just sounds like a one-off no occurrence no 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 not even like like, when was it tuesday night when i um i made like a really dark and twisted joke and the person laughed and i was like Oh no, but you'd known them for ages. Yeah. But if we're in like a friendship circle, mm-hmm. I just rinse you for like a good twenty minutes to see can you take it. If so, see, well done. To me, I'm nice because my reasoning behind it. I live by this philosophy of you don't know what people have been through. Yeah, that's probably why I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So to me, it's like I don't know what people have been through. Therefore, I kind of have to be kind. And then if you if you then because to me friendship comes at a certain level right mm. so people who don't know me well they'll probably say oh I am nice and then they get shocked when I throw a shady comment because I'm like I really don't fuck with you like that to be sh- throwing like shady comments towards you Yeah. so the people who then get to know me a bit better the more darker and twisted and like uh, you get and shady that not even shady but like just like rinse them type of thing mm-hmm. the more I fuck with you the more I'm probably gonna rinse you type of thing right but like when I really like on a superficial level, I try to be as kind as possible because I don't know what kind of life you've had. I don't know what kind of day you've had. And if I'm the one kind person to you that day, thank the Lord for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm that's still the, rude. I'm funny rude, but I'm still rude. And should I change that? Probably. Am I going no? Well, at least you're honest with yourself. <laughs> Next question. Next question is, are you doing to are you doing something to work on this and do better? And why should you do better? Yes, I'm going to therapy, and she's making me talk about my feelings and be vulnerable. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you feel like you are honestly honest with your feelings with everybody that we know, or do you just because I'm maybe because that's just me. I feel like you're honest with me about yeah. your feelings and how you feel about a situation because you feel safe yeah. in that environment. But I feel like you would not have the same conversations you'll have with me with our other friends, who are even our close friends. Yeah, because sometimes I'm very good at working out like 
is my feeling going to achieve anything mm -hmm. or is it just cheeky to feel some type of way about it right now and it'll be fine tomorrow mm -hmm. sort of thing so i feel so. like sometimes if there's a need for me to have that conversation because it's been on my heart then i'll have it but if it's just i'm feeling that sort of way right now and me telling that other person is just going to make them feel crappy but then like the next day i'll be feeling fine because i've let it out but now this person's carrying that burden why should i put that like emotional baggage on them just because i'm feeling some type of way around it and most of the time yeah, if you yeah yeah but i feel so most of the time if i like think about it like it's just like oh it's not that deep is it and then you just move on with your life so I just don't want to burden people with my emotions if it doesn't like need to happen. Cause it's that language burden. Why burden? Yeah, cause Why it's. I feel like this life is hard, man. Like people have proper things going on, especially like our friendship group. Like people have like serious things going on. And I feel like in the grand scheme of things, my thing isn't that deep. It's a feeling that I'm feeling, and I'm very aware in like this 2019, people react on feeling so much, and then I'm like, okay, if I feel like this tomorrow. I'll have that conversation. And I normally don't, because I'm just so some type of way. Do you feel like you take that attitude into a romantic relationship? Um, or have you taken that attitude into Probably. I feel as if it's like friendship, because like when you date somebody, you yes. have a friendship with them before a relationship. Because so yeah. that's when you become, you start to filter yourself. Yeah, I did that. I mean, I definitely did that. You start to filter yourself. Don't right? therapist me. I've already Sorry. got one. <laughs> I've already got one. And I'm seeing her on Tuesday. Funny. Okay, I'll, 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 leave you. I'll stop asking probing questions. Uh -huh. type of question. No, it's a good question. It's an honest one. No, I was going to ask more, but like I was... Go on, shut, we have time. Shut, 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 yeah. English. Shut, shut my mouth. Go um, on, what's your last one? I'll so give you one more. In, like, because you feel like you filter yourself and because you, you're in a place like to say, actually, my feelings about the situation are not that deep in comparison to the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Because I feel like because within that you're filtering yourself right and because you're filtering yourself and you're becoming less authentic to who you are and truly who you are you become this lesser version of yourself and then six months eight months ten months down the line you you start chipping you chip away at yourself and yeah. you're molding yourself into this human being that's not truly authentically you i agree with that in like then, my relationship sense oh okay done. okay boss let me let me shut up about my life yes yes and because you're busy chipping away yourself and then you look back at the relationship and you're like, actually, I haven't been truly authentically myself. Therefore, am I actually even romantically compatible with this person because they've seen Bless you. a certain version of me? And then at the same time, then, you then project this, you were busy chipping yourself away and that person wasn't aware that you were chipping yourself away. And oh yeah, they were. We were both chipping away. Oh, we were both, no, we were both chipping away. And that's why I'm single. So full stop. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I think that's what we both identified. Like the person who I used to date, absolutely amazing human being. Yeah. Like definitely. He is. Yeah, he's an awesome person. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just both concluded that like we both. <laughs> we both concluded that we are both like really cool, amazing people, yeah. but we just weren't the people for each other. And that thing happened on both sides of the argument. Um, and yeah, like we made each other better for sure, but there were certain areas that we weren't like good on. But like, I have loads of love for him, and I think the feelings like mutual. But it's just like, it wasn't meant to be. But in the friendship sense, like, 
I want to bring substance. I don't want to just bring I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel because your feelings change so flippantly. I want to bring like actual tangible stuff mm-hmm. to the situation. So sometimes, not as I suppress it, but if it's like a me problem, that's for me to address with myself. Yeah. If it's a them problem that they have said something, they have done something, then I'll bring it up with them. Yeah. So if it's something that's just, oh, Chiku's overthought the situation, the person didn't do anything wrong, I'll choose to um, work through that by myself instead of involving it in them because they weren't even involved. It was just something I came up with in my head. It's just my perception or my viewpoint of this okay. scenario. I get that. Like I've done that in my previous relationship, but then I've had to have honest conversation and be like, listen, like... I have felt X, Y, Z because of X, Y, Z. Therefore, moving forward, I made that conscious decision to not be treated that way or not to allow myself to cheat myself in this regard. Therefore, in having those authentic, not authentic, but like like having those honest conversations and say, actually, this behavior, I may have directed it in the past, but then it was detrimental to the demise of the relationship mm. or not even detrimental but like it, it did impact to the end of the relationship therefore i've found myself like being more honest about what i want yeah and how i feel yeah if you're not with it yeah move. no i agree if you're with it we move again yeah so it's one of those that's in a relationship it, i'm assuming n- yeah, in a relation in a relational context yeah. like romantic relational mm-hmm. context where i'm actually learning to be like actually speak speak up for myself because for sure. i speak up for myself in my friendships i speak up mm-hmm. i speak up for myself in my family i speak up for myself within my work and i speak up for myself within the world but then because once i get in a relationship then you just try to become this perfect being for whatever the person wants I'm like, nah, I'm just going to be be myself. Yeah. If they truly ride with that, yay. If they don't, they don't. It is what it is. I'm not saying, like, you should not compromise and all that kind of stuff. You can on what's, you know, if it's a minor, but, like, if there's certain stuff that you can't compromise mm. on, then allow it. Get out of here, man. I don't get out of here, but, like, you're cute. You're fun. Oh, what are you doing to work on it? You told me what you've identified what you're doing to work i went to therapy yeah guys find yourself a therapist if you think is they need one just somebody find a christian one find a woman one find a man one speak your truth and therapy you get what you put in you can't go to therapy and be like filter yourself because trust me you get the answers and the resolution of your filter yourself go to therapy be honest with yourself it's gonna be painful it's gonna be hard but guess what you're gonna look back at it in six months time and be like you know what i got breakthrough amazing so on to our last question um what have you not forgiven yourself for doing or saying and what do you feel guilty about um what do i feel guilty about so there was a situation that occurred where i guess like i contributed to somebody getting really stressed Mm -hmm. and that led to other things and i don't think i was like the main contributor but i know that for some part of it there was I had like involvement in it and it was like a really bad like day and a half I'd say um that the person was like experiencing the results of this mm-hmm. um scenario and I just really hate that I was part of that I don't know what I did to trigger it, but I just know that I had some sort of involvement in it 
Um, and yeah, like I feel guilty that that person went through that weird headspace for a day and a half because of me. So yeah, I feel guilty about that. Um, I don't think it's one of those things that it's happened, so you can't really make it right. You can only be there for the person as they're going through that thing. But I just really dislike that I was able to get somebody in that headspace. And yeah. So I was there for like the whole entire experience. So I was there for it to try and help and make it better. But it's just like, whoa, there's a lot. So yeah, that's what I feel guilty about. What do you feel guilty about? No further questions, you go. I think I feel guilty about choosing myself over other people choosing to take care of myself over, over other people so as much as I can have a dig up about you about like having a savior complex I think mine is like amplified because like, I would see people and I'm like I want to fix you I'm like hey um which is not the healthiest thing I feel guilty I think predominantly it's about over my siblings not gonna lie like I look at my little sister and I'm like, I should be doing more, I should be doing more for my family, I should be doing more and trying to like be there to save some of the situations. Mm-hmm. I should be there and take more of like, I'm used to like, not like the parental role, but like I'm used to like saving my friends, saving my siblings because yeah. I'm the big sister and type of thing. So there's a lot of guilt about like, is my baby sister okay? Mm. Is my baby brother okay? Is my other baby sister okay? And there's a lot of guilt surrounding that where every time I leave the family home, I do feel guilty of like, are they gonna be okay without me? And mm. I have to consciously tell myself that they are going to be okay without me. Because at the end of the day, like, they have like my siblings have to adapt to a new everyday life yeah and i think it's extremely hard when i'm with my little brother because my little brother is like like he's securely attached to me i'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie like i'm like third mama to him like he's my man like he's my little man you get me yeah like when i get home he gets so gassed and i'm like yay and like we have a brilliant time together and like I got into that like five year old your child like I go back into the child mode Mm. and I'm like right listen we're gonna play and be like everything and having that only for like an hour there is some guilt regarding that there is some guilt of like having to be like I have to establish a life for myself yeah I kind of have to be selfish but then at the same time I still feel guilty about not being there to help him with his homework yeah or like i was so gassed like on halloween night like i got to go and like watch him be like miles morale and go like trick or tricking with him i was so happy like that was like one of my happiest memories like i've never done halloween i would never do halloween but for him i would freaking do halloween i would do halloween like you want me to dress as a cat you want me to dress as like um gwen stacy to all your spider-man readers you know what that means like whatever you want me to be i'll be that person because that means i get to spend time with my little man and like just like you know like just Mm. like i feel like he is one of my love of my lives my siblings are the love of my lives Mm. 
and I'll freaking write for them. I will do absolutely anything and everything for him, for them, him and them. And there's a lot of guilt within that. Not yeah, there is. Yeah, we carry a lot on our shoulders, and we don't even realize it until you actually look back and contemplate that Ugh, a lot of shit has happened in these. 24 years 21 years of life um so yeah like this has been an account of our problematic selves the situations we've gotten ourselves into getting ourselves into are in right now yeah i look yeah i've made stupid choices very stupid choices you said the wrong thing Mm -hmm. you've done the wrong thing but i think the thing is to always be reflecting on self like how can I do better tomorrow how can I be better tomorrow how can I voice this in a way that yes. values yeah. my feelings and also I guess protects those around you mm-hmm. and I guess if you're having those hard conversations how to have them mm-hmm. um so yeah like, to have them with because not everybody does not everybody deserves your access mm. to that those hard difficult conversations because at the end of the day it's none of their business yeah so value your time value your emotions value your mind like your mental health is yeah. such an important thing like place value on that like frequently just reflect on life re- reflect on the things that you are um doing um reflect and just um be better every day try harder do something different um, and another thing that we are choosing to lift up is our iTunes reviews. Um, we love making this podcast and we love just um, you guys being part of it and having the opportunity for you guys to listen to it. Um, like today I heard, I was speaking to one of the girls and she was like, yeah, like I listened to the podcast. And I just really enjoyed listening to it, which absolutely like Aww. baffled me. Like we create, uh, like on my part, I create this content just to, I guess, like reflect and like release it to the world. But I don't really expect anyone to really listen to it or like digest any of the information we speak so um i really enjoyed that so if you guys could just help us out and on whatever platform you're listening to specifically itunes just give us a five star say one thing you like about the podcast say your favorite color say your favorite musician whatever it just again helps us to um move up the charts and just more people to have access and knowledge of what's going on here and if you could share us on instagram as well Mm -hmm. and follow us on instagram what is our instagram handle sense at whni underscore i can say that even quite boom sense um what's your instagram i am sense and mine is the life of chiku um and as always we're gonna close this episode out in a prayer Mm Um, don't ask me to pray. Oh, shut, man. <laughs> shut up. Ah, I beg. Is it every day? Jesus. Jesus. No, I'm going to pray. Okay. I don't trust you. Jesus, we thank you for this time to actually create this podcast content, Lord oh, Almighty. God. Thank you for each and every individual who's listening into this, Lord Almighty. Whatever belief, whatever thing that they believe in, God, we pray that you actually give them good vibes, if, if that's what they believe in. Um, we, pr- we pray that actually you are there with them in whatever situation that they're going through, Lord. We pray that we've brought them a smile, some honesty, some tears, some jokes, some banter, Lord Almighty, and that they know that each and everything that we try and do is actually to point it all to you, and it's for your glory, Lord. In your name, sweet Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.